Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. I'm your host, Sherry Lee Myers, recording from crazy beautiful New Orleans. Because we at Sheridan Film Company believe angels are everywhere, we bring you dialogue with angel communicators from all over the world, sharing their profound insights and tools for connecting with angels. And so we deeply hope the following talk will inspire you to connect to your angels. Callista is an award-winning author, pioneer of spiritual ascension, and a magical leader who believes by healing and empowering our lives, we help all of creation to thrive. Through creating the therapy modalities Angel Healing, Unicorn Healing, and Atlantean Crystal Healing, Callista has attuned thousands of souls worldwide to the angelic, elemental, and crystalline kingdoms. Her exciting new book, The Female Archangels, Evolutionary Teachings to Heal and Empower Your Life, will be released in March of 2020. Callista spoke to us from her home in Scotland. You have gone around the world to come back home, but the things that you have understood and the training that you've had is extraordinary. Um, can you tell us about your journey? as a Absolutely. spiritual teacher and author. Absolutely. Well, I'll start I'll start when I was young because I feel I have to make mention to my ancestors because they were all very spiritual. Mm. Um there was not really any men folk in my family at all. They were all strong matriarchal figures, either healers or spiritualist mediums, um very closely linked with the earth and her rhythms and her cycles and I remember speaking to fairies and angels when I was younger so that was that's always really been a foundation for me and your grandmother was supporting that my grandmother was very she wasn't a spiritualist medium the rest of the family were but she very much her house as I write in the book her house was haunted and that was the first experience that I had of angels because I was really aware as a child and I saw spirits I could feel them and there was a spirit of a man who used to haunt her home and when I would stay over he would come forward and I remember just being so scared like six or seven at the time but I had this sense to invoke an angel, to invoke, to invoke. I didn't understand guardian angels, that concept, but I guess that's exactly what I was invoking. And I remember this beautiful bubble of light enveloping me, but also my dog, because I had, I felt, always felt like I had to protect my dog. Yeah. <laughs> we were lying in bed together and, and later in life, as I came to consciously meet angels and really understand them, I realized that was my guardian angel, Seraphim, who had came forward to protect me and look after me as a child. And, you know, later on in life, because I studied psychic development and mediumship, I actually went back and moved that spirit on. Uh. Well, the angels really moved the spirit on, um, but we worked as a team and thankfully that that spirit isn't there but but he was very much 
pivotal pivotal on my journey mm-hmm. um so yeah the angels have always been there and then when you were going through school i mean you you trained to be a cancer researcher cancer research scientist yeah so as i was growing up so, even wow yeah even though i had this strong foundation of spirituality and that it was normal to to you know be so attuned to the earth as i grew up the way that i saw and interacted with life was very much mocked and i was bullied throughout school and so i just turned my gaze towards being popular you know like a lot of kids do i just became a sheep and that feeling that sense of knowing that i was supported and speaking to spirits waned sure and in its place academia was was calling me and so i did my degree i then worked in a lot of the big pharmaceutical companies and wow. i did really i did really well you know i, I advanced quite quickly i for a while, I, lo- I really loved what I was what I was doing because I really felt I was helping people to have a better quality of life. But the more that I got involved in that side of pharmaceuticals, the more I just realized I really wasn't doing anything other than getting people richer, you know, making people richer because there was so much co- commercialization of health that I saw. Sure. Um, and so I came to a crossroads like so many souls come to. Mm. I believe it was me awakening to my spirituality again and the universe, the angels showed me some avenues. I could either go back to university and do my PhD. I could have a family with my then fiance or I could do something. I could go for, for option C and I took option C, which was learning hands-on healing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ah. And but at that point in my life, I was very cynical, very hardened by experiences and tr- like traumatic experiences that happened to I me. I just have to say it, it's so hard to imagine. <laughs> I know, I know. No makeup, plain hair, um, and, but very, you know, very, I'll just say it, I was very judgmental. I was very oh. cynical. I didn't believe these people that could heal with putting, you know, placing their hands over people. But still you went for it. But I went for it because I felt it inside. I felt like I'm, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Right. And yeah, you know, and when that comes to us, we have to trust it. Yes, yes, yes. We've got to trust it. And so I did. I leaned in more into that feeling. And as I did, I went through my levels. It was Reiki that I was studying. And then started to learn different forms of healing, like crystal healing, uh, angel reiki mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. started meditating i met consciously again the fairies and oh. uh, be mermaid beings and of course angels and archangel raphael came forward and said that i would develop a hands-on healing system working with the angels different to angel reiki um, and at one point he said it would be bigger than reiki and I, I did not believe him. You know, I just left science. I didn't think that this was going to be, but, but um, it did. In 2009, Angel Healing, the registered system of, of angel therapy, was born and is now taught around the world. Oh, my God. Congratulations. That's, <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. And so, and all of that is at your website. Where do we find out about everything? Yes. Yeah. You can read about angel healing and learn on calistaascension.com. Callistaascension.com. Okay. Go on, go on, go on. Let's know because when you're going to start to, when do you start to write? So I started to write. The manuals came first because the manuals of the system are very, very big. There's three levels in angel healing. So they're really books of themselves. And every time I was teaching a course, I was getting more downloads, more teachings, more, very practical course. Um, I was guided many years ago to take my books to Hay House um, mm -hmm. and to go down that direction. And I had met a lot of Hay House authors and I was put off. I'm just going to be completely honest because honesty is a big thing for me. And um, I, I was put off. And so I delayed it. But I really started writing, I would say, 2007 off and on. And then I took my first book to Hay House 2017 and got published 2018 mm -hmm. with my first book, Unicorn Rising. Unicorn and then, Rising. Unicorn Rising. And then the next book, which is out now called The Female Archangels, is uh, with another publishing house called That Guy's House. That Guy's House. <laughs> They're all house. House, house, house. Um, and I love them. I love their energy. And it just feels like such a perfect marriage for the book. Oh, that's wonderful. So now we are, are we already, we've arrived at talking about this extraordinary book. So the book was birthed 20, uh, 2009, just before 2009, really. The Archaea, who are the female angelics, the female archangels, mm -hmm. came forward to be represented and they wanted to be part of the angel healing system. And when I first wrote the manuals, they weren't in there, but their energy was very much in there. But when our earth and us as a collective human tribe, as we moved from the Piscean age into the Aquarian age, which was at 11, 11, 11. Sometimes people say it was on the 21st of December, 2012, but from an angelic perspective, it was 11, 11, 11. That's really when the Archaea, the female archangels started to come into our midst because the Piscean age was very much focused on uh, a masculine way of being and a masculine way of living mm -hmm. the Aquarian age very all to do with the feminine and and very much to heal the suppression of the feminine and this is why the female archangels have come forward yes because that's exactly what we need and yes. so as we're shifting and evolving our consciousness of course our interaction with our spirit team and angels is changing it has to evolve because there's parts of our consciousness no matter if we are male in body or female in body, the feminine lives within all of us. And that aspect is crying out to be heard, to be healed, to be empowered and to be seen. And the archaea, the female archangels are coming forward and responds to this call. Mm -hmm. To begin with, I started to work with archaea virtue, who is the other half of archangel 
Raphael. Mm -hmm. And the way that they describe the male and the female sides of an angel is with a coin. This is, this is, they're so simplistic in their way. An angel, if you can imagine, is, is a coin. And a coin has two faces. It has a, a masculine emanation of a vibration and it has a feminine side, feminine consciousness. But they're in essence the same coin. Yes. So the angel of healing we've, we've known for so long is Raphael in his emerald green light that you have all around you. Um, but actually, the more that we evolve our consciousness and our perspective is widening, we are starting to see that it's not just Raphael who we've been interacting with. Virtue has always been there. And she is the soft light that underlies all the healing that Raphael does. She breathes compassion and forgiveness into every healing. And she said that she says that there cannot be healing and a moving forward without forgiveness. So yeah. every act of healing involves forgiveness. Yeah. That's one of her main teachings. Yeah. And she was the overlaying presence of Mother Mary. And uh Sometimes she's been written to be Mother Mary, but she's not. It's just that's what we perceived at that time. But now our consciousness is widening. So we're starting to realize that you know, she is an angelic being. She wasn't um, Mother Mary, who's now seen as the Ascended Master. Mm -hmm. I love what you have to write about with faith because the concept of faith. Yeah. The experience of faith that you're talking about is different. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So round about, round about the same time, so before angel healing was birthed, and I was learning how to, re I was remembering myself, my divinity, getting to know the angels. At that time, Michael came forward with his other half, his twin, who is Archie of Faith. And she comes forward in this beautiful blue, sometimes uh, sometimes more like the sapphire light, like Michael, but often this azure blue and gold are her colors. And Faith in the book features mainly, and honestly, I could have written the whole book with Archaea Faith because she has so much to say. And I think her chapter is very, very long because she kept on parting very loads of ceremonies and practices. But Archaea Faith, these beautiful angels, they don't want to be described and defined from a religious sense because they understand that there's so much of religion has been misconstrued and misrepresented. And so the way that they share that we can get to know them and connect with them is to know their root essence. What we would say is the origin of a word, the etymology. So if we look at the root meaning of the word faith, it means to trust, to trust. So that's really the virtue that Archaea Faith gives to us, but that's also her name. It's a very simplistic but deeply profound way that we can connect and understand these angels. Yes. Michael yeah. has always came forward as Michael. And often Archaea Faith can be termed to be Michaela and we can call her Michaela and that's absolutely fine if we want to 
But if we want to really get to know who she is and experience the virtue and the gifts that she shares and then become a template and an embodiment of them, it's best to understand her from the virtue that she shares, which is faith. So she helps us to have trust, to take the leaps of faith that we are guided, like the leap of faith that I made from moving from science, for example, into spirituality. But we're all taking these leaps, whether we're being guided to leave a relationship or move to another town or completely shift our career or change our eating habits. We're always making these leaps of faith. And she's encouraging us ever more as we evolve ourselves to be comfortable with that, to be comfortable with the unknown, because that's really the place and the heart of the divine feminine. The feminine is the womb space, mm. is, is the void, is, is the, the unknown space. And that's why it's so scary, I guess, to some people. And, and I believe that's why it's been suppressed, because it's powerful. It's untapped creation at the end of the day. And so faith knows this. And we can call on her for protection, just like Michael. Mm-hmm. And while Michael is very much, you know, wear my cloak, have my sword, put on my armor, she's more, open your heart, have faith, breathe me in. Because an open heart, in her eyes, is the best and strongest protection we can ever have. Because if we are open-hearted, we have no fear. You're seeing this huge movement of divine feminine empowerment rising up. There you go. You know, there's there's yeah. so much coming forward. The feminine is living and breathing and wanting to be heard in all of us, no matter if we're spiritually awake or not. Mm-hmm. Um, some people call it in the UK being a muggle. A um, muggle. A muggle, like Harry Potter. It does, <laughs> I, I, I call people who aren't really conscious of who they are a sleeping beauty like they're just oh i loved that analogy in your book you know they're just they're just having a little sleep (laughs) there's so many ways that this book can help people i would like you to explain how you have constructed the book Mm -hmm. and how you use the meditations and the attunements yeah yeah because the book itself has over 30 practical ceremonies wow rituals attunements the archaea, the way that they wanted to structure it is, so there's 13 chapters. 13 was a big number because 13 represents the goddess, the feminine. 13 has always been a number for us to be scared of, but actually it's because it's our potential. It's our truth. And um, so there's 13 chapters, and then there's 11 archaea that came forward, 11 of the most on-purpose archaea wanted to be represented. And each one focuses in a different way so for example we have archaea purity the other half of archangel zadkiel maybe your listeners may be familiar with zadkiel and the violet flame and his powers of alchemy and transformation purity comes forward like that but she's more focused on okay let's just be real with what the drama is and what the density is here. Let where is there injustice in your life, and also at a global scale. And let's just you know, let's just get in there and get our hands dirty. And just she she is 
wait till you see and maybe you can share a picture of her because she is so fierce oh, her well, energy well. is just so strong so what i'm trying to say is every archaea comes forward in their own unique way with their own gifts and every chapter builds on the next vibrationally and energetically taking the reader through a journey where hopefully by the end they'll have a deeper understanding of who they are how they fit into the world, what their purpose is, the courage to live that purpose. Um, the relationships hopefully will be stronger. I, I certainly felt that it, the book truly, Sherry, was a, a lifeline for me. It really was a lifeline. And I write about this in the book, how my dad passed, oh. he transitioned. There was a... a big ending of a relationship between me and my ex-fiance adapting to being a single mother like there's so much in there but with every chapter and this is the the beauty of the archaea when you invoke them into your life they really will step in and be an overlighting guide they will really come in for example uh, sorry for kind of opposed to the archangels where we could invoke them, have a conversation with them, do healing, maybe some channeled writing. And that would be it. We would have our meditation, our healing practice. The archaea, if you work with them, for example, faith, faith will be by your side for as long as you need. She will not leave you. She will not leave you. And so it really is a very emotional, raw read. Yes. Because the archaea want there to be humanity in the book they want angel connection to be earthed and grounded so angels are relatable so we can bring them into our everyday experience because they understand what we are moving through you know we're on this cusp of our ascension of birthing the new golden age and it's a big task and it's for the intrepid and we need courage and we need support, but they're right by your side. Mm. And so hopefully this is a, a book for personal and global change. That's, that's my hope. Uh, it's my hope too. I would suggest people go to Amazon because you can, you can order it either an ebook or an audiobook. Yeah, everything is written in the book. So you're welcome to record it yourself and listen back. But if you want to have, the angels basically said to me how important it is to have an audio version of the book because there is so much that comes through in the pauses of the words in the meditation. The vibration is there. And let's just be real for a moment. How many spiritual books have we read that are, they have the most gorgeous meditation and practices in, but we ever we never actually do them. Absolutely. Take the next step. Take yeah. the step. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. We all we all think, okay, we'll we'll go back, but then life gets really busy. And so the angels they they, they want to take it to the next step. They want to encourage people. Listen and listen again and just and be open every time to the experience evolving because the more that you work with these gorgeous beings, the more you understand yourself. You really do. 
you really do. And honestly, I can say in the short space of time that I've written this book, even though I've been working with them for nearly 15 years. Yeah. My relationships have soared. I don't seem to uh, be a be a, much as a people pleaser as I was before. I'm very much more true to my being and I feel more in love with me and who I am than ever before. And honestly, that is testament to them. The book title is? The Female Archangels. Female Archangels, and we'll put the slide in right here. And everyone go to Amazon and get the audio and get the, you know, get the ebook version, right? Um, and the but Calista, there are so many, there are these other things that you are up to. Uh, you have on Instagram, you have this marvelous thing called Mother Earth News. Really? Yeah, I love what doing are you this. Doing? this, this yeah, I, I've, I've shared Mother Earth News now for four years. <sighs> and weather permitting, although I try to get out in, in every weather, to be honest. I share one minute clips every day, Monday to Friday. Basically what, what Mother Earth is saying, what Gaia is sharing or the elementals, the nature beings is saying, and it's very, very grounded. And it seems to balance working with the angels really, really well. And I love it. So come, come, please come and join me and share the Mother Earth news because how often do we put on our TV and we hear all this biased negative crap you know or we pick up a newspaper all we need to do is just go outside and listen like really listen with our heart and our soul what nature is saying what the birds are singing because birds birds are such divine beings they come from the star system of sirius and they they are the ones that herald the new codes the new ascension codes the new teachings that are always coming to the earth but also to humanity to help us to rise so yeah, just let yourself be bathed in the bird song. It's so healing and so empowering. As people can read in the book and also in Unicorn Rising, I've had a very colorful life so far, a lot of experiences, but I am thankful to each and every one because it's given me a great understanding of just this whole experience that we choose to live this physical experience and also it's given me great empathy and great compassion which I needed because you know I, I didn't love myself I'm still working on that one I think every day is a school day with loving and accepting yourself but um great quote <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but the archaea the archaea are there and they're reflecting all the time our beauty our light our potential and they help us to get things done like archaea constance the other half of archangel metatron the angel of organization she helps us with willpower and motivation and she was there you know when i was up to 2 3 a.m 3 a.m in the morning and then having to get up at like five or six with my kids just so i could get the book finished she was there she was helping me so much love Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I'm really excited for people to, to see this interview and to read your book. Thanks so much for listening. To hear more interviews, prayers, and meditations, go to theglitchmovie.com, subscribe to our podcast, and subscribe. 
You will also receive a free Angels Are Everywhere decal when you scroll down the page and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You are cordially invited to join our tribe on Facebook at How to Connect with Angels to receive daily inspiration and connection with our angel communicators. Our lanyap to you is our free one-minute angel prayers created by these same amazing angel communicators from all over the world. It takes less than a minute to shift your entire day. Please go to myangelprayer.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you in advance for believing in our work, for leaving a nice review on iTunes, and thank you for telling your friends. Tell them angels are everywhere waiting to help. All you have to do is ask. Thank you.